and then another thing which we also i also follow is uh, simple practices like uh, feeling grateful and then writing down what are we grateful about what are we good about that could be another so while a child is saying thank you to me and giving me why is he thanking me i would also give him the same kind of understanding and so the rapport building is something i do first is what i would say through various all these things so this is my first part uh, in the rapport building i have to be really at the ground level with them and i also share my childhood things when i was of their age what would i do i would uh, talk that's why where the stories come in so that's my second thing uh third is uh, uh no no list of do's and don'ts come from me hello namaste i am kalyani hi i am himani welcome to india's first gifted education podcast being gifted by kaveri gifted education and research center pune being gifted podcast aims to spread awareness about giftedness and help the parents as well as the teachers community to support and nurture children with higher ability this podcast connects you with the students parents teachers trainers and the pioneers of gifted education in india you can listen to us on spotify apple and google podcasts we will be releasing a new episode on the second and the fourth wednesday of every month so mark your calendars and if you are gifted yourself or a parent or guardian to a gifted child do join the being gifted parent support group on facebook and instagram at kaveri gifted education center before we begin let's listen to the founding director of kaveri gifted education and research center our very own mrs malti kalmadi namaste i am mrs malti kalmadi the founder director of kaveri gifted education and research center we firmly believe that every gifted child has the potential and capacity to become the future leader and a change maker for india a gifted child needs a different type of nurturing at the kaveri gifted education and research center we not only identify such children but also provide them with the necessary support through our curriculum and courses we also invest to build an integrated system by training educators teachers and even the management of schools counselors and most importantly parents we aspire to address every need of a gifted child while being a part of this education system by creating the right environment that this child with high ability needs we are today very happy that the national education policy 2020 is talking about how does one raise children with high ability in schools do visit us at www.kaveri.edu.in kgec to know more about our work and what we do thank you welcome to the 13th episode of being gifted today we are going to talk about mentorship what is its true meaning and what does it take to be a good mentor our guest for today is a gifted individual herself miss sarita dimte Sarita is an artist, art therapy practitioner, a design mentor, clinical psychologist and a counselor. She is the founder of Ritu's Composition, a space 
developed for learning creatively on the pedagogy of steam based learning which is science technology engineering arts and mathematics and the main reason why we have her for today's episode is that she's been a mentor and shaped the learning journey of many children through exploration and experimentation with art and design through her mentoring she weaves the thread of values imagination culture and creative process and as a result of her mentoring her mentees have graduated from top design institutes from india and abroad hi sarita welcome to the being gifted podcast it's a pleasure to have you with us today hello hello himani hello kalyani miss sarita you being a mentor to hundreds of students and many of whom are doing exceptionally well in the field of design we would love to know your perspective on mentorship it's everything i believe because uh, for me the definition of a mentor is uh, someone who is beyond a teacher i believe because a teacher uh, is teaching a content which is completely like a curriculum but a mentor goes beyond to see all the quotients of the child i would say uh, right from the emotional quotient to the iq quotient to the adversity quotient to the creative quotient and the spiritual quotient so when we are looking at the quotients what does that mean is doing a holistic development of the child available for the child at any point of time and uh, our gurukul system which used to be there right from the beginning is exactly what a mentorship is i feel that being there not giving answer but creating environment so that the child explores the answers for himself mm-hmm. comes back with confidence that he has found something and verifies able to talk and not just look at a curriculum but look at life as a whole i think that what a mentor is i believe as much as we were talking about the educational reforms the fact is that we already had an advanced system in place which we kind of left behind and turned to something else now going back to that the gurukul system how can that be adapted to the world that we are living in today hmm i think uh, what i feel is uh, uh, that is gone away because uh, the kind of spaces or environments that were there uh, earlier which were genuinely meant to create environments for learning are today uh, more commercialized and more content oriented which could be just shifted to more experience oriented uh, and uh, yes i know uh, today li- living is very high and hence both the parents working also becomes one of the important uh, aspect of the life the responsibility on the schools and the social environment is more i believe that's so right now for the kids is the biggest space so uh, like if there are an industry of kids what i say where uh, right from toys and clothes and uh, other accessories and games and board video games and all that is get, getting provided there are lots of investors who are doing that i think even cooling making it more experiential could be a, a better investment and and uh, it could go beyond that content oriented and just shift into experience oriented so giving more time to the kids rather than rushing them i feel allowing them to be bored also because then boredom is another way of reflecting and understanding we have jam packed them into one after another yeah 
so uh, going back to what i was saying was also connecting to identifying gifted children and then mm. having a another environment for them so one is uh, while in the regular schooling system we do not identify the gifted children very easily and then uh, some years have gone and then one is understood that yeah uh, there this child needs another kind of environment so uh, that is my first take because i do counsel a lot of kids who do, didn't even realize that they were gifted i start from there and they have been doing the regular kind of work or in education uh, or understanding and then they are uh, uh, they are either then tagged by saying that they are not good in something they are not good in their regular things like uh, um i have a lot of cases where they say we don't like studies mm. and then then when we say we don't like studies and what is it that you like but then nobody is catered to them at that level to say why you didn't like studies and that's why that experiential environment has to start from regular schooling and then identifying and then make those spaces for the others also i feel so it starts at a very basic level as a mentor how do you identify the spark in a child and how do you assess their work or their abilities capabilities uh my space is majorly there where it is a lot of learning space when i say it's a learning space it's an environment created and there are lots of options given to the child whether he wants to paint he wants to do some play work whether he wants to do a doodle whether he wants to listen to music or anything of that and then whatever he chooses and then we keep adding to it and uh, while the adding uh, it's like if the child is let's say he's doing uh, painting work and uh, uh, the clay uh, is introduced and he says no no i feel very dirty about the clay and then it's taken back and then there is another medium given and then trying to see which one works for the child so this is one of the examples i'm saying mm-hmm. uh i spend a lot of time with the child that's my first thing i do and in that process i keep uh, talking i keep uh, giving different medium and then trying to see what is that what is not working for the child and what is working and then uh, identify that what is that one special need that the child has the special need is what i under identify and then i define the special or the gifted child so if you are enjoying this conversation please subscribe to us and give us a five star rating on the platform you are listening to thank you there are tools there are tests but these are all tests okay So what you're trying to say is that we need to interact with kids on multiple occasions with different mediums to see how they respond and learn right uh, and not just uh, you know judge them on the performance uh, on a test in the field of arts right yeah, yeah. could you share the format of you know mentoring that you follow mm. or the concept that you may be having there is a certain methodology that is specific to you could you talk about that so uh, i am catering to kids who are uh, usually the larger group is when they finish their 10th grade and they joining with me and uh, i have a few of them who are in the 9th and 8th grade or they identify uh, they join me at even when they are in 7th grade 
so that's the age group i'm talking about from 12 onwards and uh, where I, i don't need the parent to communicate i'm able to communicate they're able to communicate what they want so that's my first uh, thing second uh, is um, storytelling is something which i follow so i keep start i start with stories i suggest certain things with stories rather than telling them what to do and not to do that's my first part so part of the mentoring suggestions environment i use different modes and modalities where let's say i use board games i use a lot of uh, movies and theater these are my mediums to convey to the kid that what i want and or and have a conversation so when i when we are in a group we have circle time Mm-hmm. where we are talking about certain things we talk about uh, whatever they feel and rather than me being a exclusive part of the circle i be an inclusive part of the circle and say today even i'm going to share my problem and on that same topic so when i share my problem i say i think i would have done like this and then there is another thing that i say is why don't we all give him we are all his buddies and peers why don't we give him suggestions that if we were in this place what would we do so that is another way of opening up and feeling safe in that in that space and uh, sharing and giving suggestions and then another thing which we also i also follow is uh, simple practices like uh, feeling grateful and then writing down what are we grateful about what are we good about that could be another so while a child is saying thank you to me and giving me why is he thanking me i would also give him the same kind of understanding and so the rapport building is something i do first is what i would say through various all these things so this is my first part uh, in the rapport building i have to be really at the ground level with them and i also share my childhood things when i was of their age what would i do i would uh, talk that's why where the stories come in so that's my second thing uh third is uh, uh no no list of do's and don'ts come from me so if the child is uh, a little uh, hard in speaking i would say okay then i would say uh, wha- how would you reframe this and speak again okay i'll i'll give you examples so i have a child who uh, has joined me and uh, his uh, 8 9 10th was not in a very great condition home backgrounds were not very great and uh, the child needed a lot of attention but the attention that he got was in not a very great company so uh, he used to play a lot of pubg and he got really addicted to all of that so when he joined with me uh, the thing that came was uh, he came with his father and the father was very very cultured and speaking very softly and very ethically and the child said how do you know i'll be able to do what i able to do and the father was offended he said are asa kasa bolte hai it's okay we both are talking so let uh, let let that conversation continue he he realized that his dad is suggesting something and he said uh, i didn't speak right with you no the language not was not right i said no no that's not the case that's how it is there but how would you otherwise frame it and then the child had a very very soft and very uh, simple way to say nai uh, i want to know how will you know that i am doing good or i will be able to do and there was a 
very a moment there was a shift so the moment uh, i feel the correction is done we are giving them an uh, understanding that you are wrong and that should not be given while uh, mentoring is what i feel that's my second thing that's a wonderful point to ponder upon how not to correct the child but yet get the desired positive change thank you so much for that now once the rapport building is done how does your mentorship journey progress from there could you share with us some activities or steps which you follow they are there with me for 2 years so i um and i i believe that it's good that they are with me for 2 years because um the real mentoring happens at that point of time and i'm not rushing uh, for the child to asap become good or i don't even come to that conclusion that they're good or bad uh it gives me time and the child time to rectify correct or uh, mold um and nobody enters with um they are either uh, not in uh, they're not good or they're not very great at certain things uh it's all circumstantial i believe uh, the situations were not favorable when they were learning that and then can we give them more situations more environment and that's what i keep giving them new environment can they do the same thing try the same thing in a new environment and that new environment is every time in the two years time that keeps giving and uh, uh, i practice a lot of uh, they writing dreams what they dream and uh, what they uh, visualize so we do a lot of vision boarding also and every six months we are doing a vision boarding a small vision boarding um something i also believe and uh, uh, while doing the mentoring is uh, simple tools like writing affirmations uh, lighting a candle every day in the studio space and uh, um, there are kids who come with say we don't believe in this it does, doesn't matter so see the good part of it that we are lighting a candle for joy can we look at that and then they uh, that practice or that continuous uh, practice helps them to start seeing them more differently and uh, we celebrate tiny tiny successes that's another thing that we do and uh, they say it's, it's okay it's a very little i said yeah but that little 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 let's say uh, and i uh, there's one little exercise i do with them is can, can we every day on a post it write down what was good about them and we have a jar in the studio we call it as a gratitude jar and we put that every day whoever feels whatever so i remind them initially i have to remind them but they eventually they put that into the jar every day and by the end of the year because they have two years with me so end of one year because there are so many and we all sit in a circle and open it and start reading the name is there and then say oh my god i didn't even realize that thing was there see today i am able to do it much more better so as little as that uh, is something so uh, uh, coming back to the question is uh, uh, being more allowing and having more different ways to do it is what the thing happens and initially it said right uh, fake it till you make it so initially mm-hmm. it might be faking the dream might just be an fantasy it could be an just a um, a, a want but uh, can that want be nurtured and then show them a direction that yes it can be even possible to have it 
and i think that's what we do are there any challenges which you face as a mentor yes so this is one thing i have often seen i i'm a person who does not give holidays to my kids or if holidays are given then i give them something to work so that they are in touch with what they are working i'm not looking at holidays as holidays they get their off but the same environment is not there around like uh, there are families and there are relatives and they do not understand that the child is doing something different and he, that is his need and uh, they are seen from the same bracket of uh, regular uh, kids and regular curriculums and regular methods or so in that case the moment they are away from it uh, there's a break uh, when they come back the uh, there's a lot of again unlearning or reorienting happening that's my biggest uh, challenge i feel reorienting them and uh, then i create methods and then uh, i see that i've involved the parents also in that homework that also the it's a homework but it's a more fun oriented homework parents are also there so let's say um, i ask them to take interviews of their friends and we create a questionnaire a very beautiful questionnaire with kids and all that and then when they go back or they are having that off then they will keep journaling they'll keep writing or doodling or they'll keep uh, maintaining certain practices at home so like example today uh, why don't we all sit and make a thank you card and they are all making thank you cards and then the child will say now whom do you want to give go give it it's little odd for the adults at times ki abhi kisko dena hai karenge to they will do it but uh, mm-hmm. when whom to give but when they give it and then the child says okay can you tell me how did you feel while doing it so it's a kind of a they say uh, it's a task given by our auntie and then we are doing it so can you help me so they to help the child they do it but then they land up feeling good about what they have done so there's that little shift and then then see oh things are possible in this way also and then they start accepting that the child can do something differently so the acceptance for the child in that home environment through such activities like playing board games so we also create a lot of board games through um, our activities and then they take that home to play with the adults so then that definitely is very nostalgic because the parent must have played sometimes something like that and then it them so again connecting to it oh wow this is so they start seeing meaning in what the child is doing that also helps me in in return thank you so much sarita for sharing with us your perspective on mentorship your approach and the tools and experiences that you have had in so many years it was really really wonderful and insightful to listen to them thank you very much now we know that you may be having more questions about mentorship like how to find the right mentors what should be the right approach towards mentorship so we will be continuing this conversation with miss sarita in our next episode and we'll give you a perspective on how parents should look at mentorship for their higher ability kids until then goodbye and take care if you would like us to cover a particular point or an area please write to us on gifted.admin@kaveri.edu.in 
or drop us a comment on Insta at Kaveri Gifted Education Center. Please subscribe to Being Gifted Podcast on Apple, Google Podcast and Spotify and receive notifications on every alternate Wednesday as we release a new episode. Let's all come together as a community to nurture the gems we are gifted with and make a difference to the society. That's all for now. Hope you had a good time listening to me, Kalyani. I'm Himani. From Partners in Upbringing, a holistic parenting podcast. See you next time. The content of this podcast is a copyright of the makers of this podcast, Kaveri Gifted Education and Research Center and Partners in Upbringing. The information, opinions and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice unless stated. Please refer to https colon forward slash forward slash kaveri.edu.in for further details.